0: but perhaps as a 15-year-old version of her. It would be a sort of homage to attend the funeral wearing her mother's cheekbones and the vivid violet eyes that everyone knew were glamour made, though no one would have dared say so aloud. She spent a few minutes imagining what her mother might have looked like at her age, and she let the glamour settle over her. Moon-blonde hair, sleekly pulled into a low knot, Skin as pale as a sheet of ice, a little shorter than she would become full grown. Pale pink lips so as not to detract from the vibrancy of those eyes. It calmed her, sinking into the glamour. But no sooner had she tested the look that she felt the wrongness of it. She did not want to go to her parents funeral in the garb of a girl now dead. A tap fluttered at the door interrupting her thoughts. Lavanna sighed and quickly fell into another costume that she'd dreamed up days before. Olive skin, a graceful slope to her nose, and raven black hair cut adorably short. She shifted through a few eye colors before landing on a striking gray blue, topped off with smoldering black lashes. Before she could second guess herself, She embedded a silver jewel into the flesh beneath her right eye, a teardrop to prove that she was in mourning. Come in, she called, opening her eyes. A servant entered carrying a breakfast tray. The girl curtsied in the doorway, not lifting her gaze from the floor, which rendered Levana's glamour unnecessary before approaching the bed. Good morning, your highness. Sitting up, Lavana allowed the servant to set the tray across her lap and tuck a cloth napkin around her. The servant poured jasmine tea into a hand painted porcelain cup that had been imported from Earth several generations ago. And garnished it with two small mint leaves and a drizzle of honey. Lavana said nothing as the servant uncovered a tray of tiny cream filled pastries so that Lavana could see what they looked like whole before using a silver knife to saw them into even tinier, bite-sized pieces. While the servant worked, Lavanna eyed the dish of bright-colored fruits, a soft fuzzed peach set into a halo of black and red berries, all dusted with powdered sugar. Is there anything else I can bring for you, your highness? No, that will be all, but send the other one up in 20 minutes to prepare my morning dress. Of course, your highness, she answered. Although they both knew, there was no other one. Every servant in the palace was the other one. It didn't matter to Lavanna who the girl sent up. So long as whoever it was could properly stitch her into the sleek gray gown the seamstress had delivered the day before. Lavanna didn't want to bother with glamoring her dress today in addition to her face. Not with so many other thoughts in her head. With another curtsy, the servant ducked out of the room, leaving Levana to stare down at her breakfast tray. Only now did she realize how very unhungry she was. There was an ache in her stomach, perhaps left over from the horrible dream. Or she supposed it could have been sadness, but that was doubtful. She felt no great loss at the death of her parents, who had been gone now for half the long day. Eight artificial knights. Their deaths were terribly gory. They were assassinated by a shell who used his invincibility against the lunar gift to sneak into the palace. The man had shot two royal guards in the head before making his way to her parents' bedroom on the third floor, killing three more guards and slitting her mother's throat so deeply the knife severed part of her spine. He had then gone down the hallway to where her father was lying with one of his mistresses and stabbed him 16 times in the chest. The mistress was still screaming, blood spurts across her face when two royal guards found them. The shell murderer was still stabbing. Lavanna had not seen the bodies, but she had seen the bedrooms the next morning. And her first thought was that all that blood would make for a very pretty rouge on her lips. She knew it was not the proper thing to think, but she also did not think her parents would have thought anything better had it been her.